we will now transition from Billy Joel to Nick Carboni, both, I think, of equal fame here, at least in the city of Charlotte, WCNC. <laughs> you can find him on Twitter, at Nick Carboni, WCNC. Very busy man. So, Nick, I give you full control to end this interview and shut it down, even if we're talking because you're a busy guy. And so just how, uh, what, what are some of the other responsibilities that you have on your plate um, this round, too? Well, right now I'm down the way in a WCNC Charlotte tent getting stared at by two goofballs. One writes for the Charlotte Observer. The other handles things with the riot report. So I'll, I'll just uh, leave it to you to <laughs> leave it to your imagination to find out who that is. They're, they look like they're having a great time today, and they're just going to stare me down this entire interview. So that's chief responsibility now. All right, we need to go find those trying people. To find the leaders, find, trying to find the leaders around the course, and right now there's about three of them, and it fluctuates. So it's, a, it's been a good Friday in terms of that. I was going to say, what do you make of the leaderboard here, Nick? Because we were just talking about it in a scoreboard update, and if you are going to get that with a, such a strong feel, but I do think it's great for the city of Charlotte. It's great for the game of golf to see so many prominent names at the top of that leaderboard. Yeah, and right now none of them are at the very top, but they're close. I mean, Xander Shoffley is close. Right. Justin Thomas is close. Tommy Fleetwood, who is kind of a fan favorite, who had the lead going into today, he is still close. Uh, so you've got a lot of big names like that, but then you've also got kind of the underdog stories like Nate Lastly, who's tied for first at eight under right now, and Tyrell Hatton, who's had a great day, and golf fans know him and Wyndham Clark, and uh, those are the three guys tied for first right now. So it's a great mix of big names, guys we recognize, guys who have had success here before, and also guys that are trying to make their own name for themselves and, and grab a big win this weekend. Yeah, Nick, and just off of your comments right there, do you think the winner of this tournament will be somebody that we know, and or is it going to be an underdog? That's a great question. I think it'll be somebody we know because there's a couple of guys here who not only are really good and who have won before, but have also had success here. I mean, Justin Thomas is in contention. He's got a PGA Championship victory here. He was great in the President's Cup here as was Xander Shoffley, another one of the top golfers in this event. I mean, they are right there, both one stroke off the lead. And you've got Rory McIlroy kind of lurking. And he succeeds when he enters the weekend here in that position, and he's won this thing more than anybody else. He's maybe shaken. If, if that's rust he's shaken off after missing the Masters cut and then missing the last couple of weeks, I'd like to be a rusty golfer because that guy is really good, and he's showing it this week. He might not be, like I said, in the – in the group that's eight under right now, but he's in contention. So I'm going to, I'm going to say it's going to be somebody we know, but I would love it if it was a guy like Nate Lashley who's got one four win and it's got a great story too. And then as difficult as this course is, how much do you think we'll shoot that we will see the leaderboard shift uh, in the coming days? Yeah. Maybe even this afternoon. I mean, that happened yesterday too. And guys this morning played really well. I mean, Tyrell Hatton posted a 65, uh, you got a 66 from Lashley, had a couple of those yesterday as well. So I think it could even shapeshift the rest of this afternoon. I mean, we're really just through that first morning wave. Uh, and then maybe it'll tighten up a little bit as the as we get to the weekend. The pin placements get harder. The weather is going to be uh, not as picture perfect as it has been these last two days. We're going to be dealing with some rain uh, tomorrow, maybe some lightning and delays on Sunday, although hopefully not. So I think things will tighten up then. Uh, but you're going to continue to see guys post some pretty good scores, I think, the rest of this afternoon for sure as we head to Saturday. 
Nick Carboni helping us out talk about the Wells Fargo Championship. You can find him on Twitter at Nick Carboni WCNC. You can also see his coverage on his Twitter handle going to Kansas City for the NFL Draft. Nick, we got to talk to you just a little bit. It was before the draft, but you were already in Kansas City. How was that experience for you overall? I mean, I thought I'd walked a lot at the Wells Fargo Championship. I'd never walked as far as we did in Kansas City. That park there was massive. I mean, they did such a great job with it. And I think I mentioned to you guys on the phone that morning, I hope Charlotte gets it. And I know there were some folks from Charlotte and and high places poking around Kansas City trying to see uh, what worked and what didn't. So I hope someday that we get it. It was a great experience. I mean, it was an exciting night uh, for Panthers fans, followed up the next day by kind of a coronation of our own in Charlotte with Bryce Young coming with all those fans and, and kind of being paraded in. So um, exciting. And, and now let's see if they can put it together on the field with everything they've got that's new. And, and we'll see Bryce on the field for the first time next Friday for rookie minicamp. But, yeah, it was an exciting day. You we, could feel like, you know, even if you're a Stroud guy, even if you're an Anthony Richardson guy, I think everybody is, you know, fairly optimistic about what Bryce Young can do in the NFL. Well, and we'll get you out of here soon, Nick. I did want to ask you just your overall thought process on Bryce's media availability. I know you've been around there. He's been talking with media after he was drafted. You were there on draft night when he was speaking and making some comments. Pretty impressive dude overall as the number one overall pick here in Carolina. What has been your impression ever since he have, uh, he was officially named the draft uh, selection there at number one? Yeah, I, I tried to watch like lengthy interviews. Uh, with all the quarterback prospects just to try to get a sense of them before the draft. I've watched Bryce's with Brian Clark and some others and, and then talking to him before and after he was drafted. I mean, you guys all know by now he is really soft-spoken. He's really thoughtful. But you talk to teammates. I talked to Brian Branch on the red carpet, and I heard some comments from Will Anderson about what he's like on the practice field, what he's like on third down, in the fourth quarter, the two-minute when their backs are against the wall. You know, he's not, a le- he's not afraid to, to show some bravado, to talk a little trash, and he can be really fiery out there. So I think it's, that's what I'm really excited to see from Bryce Young, maybe a little bit starting in rookie minicamp, and then as he kind of misses in with the veterans a few weeks after that in OTAs. Because I think, you know, he might not be a totally different person, but I, I, I don't think you should mistake how he sounds and, and his kind of polite manner off the field with not being really competitive and confident on it, especially in those key situations. And that's why they went and got him because of his performance in those situations and in the clutch. And Nick, last one, the Panthers have gotten so much new and I've lauded this offseason as being the best in their team's history. But can too much new be a bad thing? Do you feel like maybe it may take them a while to get the chemistry going? Yeah, you never know. I mean, Frank Reich and, and, you know, you can talk about the quarterback quarterback carousel he had in Indianapolis, but they didn't always get off the fast start. So you, you're right. I mean, there's a lot of new faces. The offensive skill uh, position positions are basically all new players. You're probably going to be mixing in one new guard uh, if Corbett can't come back. And then, of course, Bryce Young, plus new head coach, new quarterback coach, new offensive coordinator. Like, it could end up being a slow start. Uh, I wouldn't That wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, you know, football – Football's an 11-man game on each side, and, you know, these guys got to get used to playing with each other in big moments. That's Nick Carboni of WCNC, a busy man, a renaissance man, covering it all here in the Queen City. Find him on Twitter at Nick Carboni, WCNC. Nick, we appreciate it, man. We'll let you go now. Thanks, Nick. All right, thank you, guys.